I'm sure none of us got into teaching thinking, I would love to give up my nights and my weekends and spend all hours of the day working without getting paid for it. And I know that it somewhat comes with the job, or at least that's kind of what we're told. But honestly, like none of us actually signed up for that and decided this is going to be a career that I want to give up my entire life. But there are some things that could be happening or mistakes that you're making that are hindering your productivity. And I've been there and that's why I want to talk about some of the mistakes that I have seen a lot of teachers make and I made myself and how you can remedy those or just to get moving in the right direction to Welcome to the Secondary Teacher Podcast, the podcast for middle and high school teachers juggling multiple preps to get the strategies to reduce overwhelm so that you don't have to choose between being an effective teacher and prioritizing important relationships. I'm your host, Kristen Masick, a 10-year high school engineering teacher, former middle school assistant principal, and teacher coach. Every week, we will discuss strategies, systems, and time-saving tips to help you not only survive, but thrive as a multiple prep teacher. This episode, I'm going to be talking about the three common mistakes that teachers make when it comes to wanting to be more productive during the school day, but what is really holding you back from truly becoming productive. The first one that we're going to be talking about is not having a clear plan as far as your curriculum goes. You really don't know what you're doing this week. You might know what you're doing this week, but you don't know what you're doing next week, the following week. You really have no idea what is coming around the corner. And I will say my first few years, this was my life. I knew like I had some standards. I knew students needed to learn things, but I really had no idea where I was going. And made it hard for me to plan and then it also made it hard for me to communicate to my my students what they should be learning and doing. If you want to know a little bit more, I go into more depth on learning how to create a curriculum map, especially if you're planning for a new course in episodes 145 and 82. If you want to check those out, it goes over more of the step-by-step on what you can do to help you create a curriculum map. If this is you, if this is a situation you are in right now, it's okay. We've all been there. It's not your fault that you didn't have anything to begin with. Most of us are not given anything to start off with. And especially if you're teaching multiple preps, maybe you have curriculum maps for some of your classes, but you don't for all of them. Where you need to start is figuring out what you should be teaching your students. So as far as the standards go, and I know there is a lot of differences on whether or not there are explicit standards or very loose standards, but then figuring out how long you would like to spend on those and what units. We're not talking about planning to the day, to the lesson, but just getting an idea of the units that you're going to be teaching and the order that you're going to be teaching them. That's where you need to start. 
Mistake number two is not having a plan for how to use your planning period. There were so many times where I would finally get to my planning period and I would just sit there and stare at the wall or stare at my computer screen and wonder, what should I be working on? I would usually go down some sort of rabbit hole. I would check my email. I'd go down to the office. I'd chat it up with whoever I could find as far as my colleagues go and really wouldn't get a lot done. Maybe I'd get one thing done because finally I'd realize what I needed to do, but usually it wasn't anything that saved me a lot of time because I hadn't thought through what I should be doing. This happens a ton with other teachers. Like I said, it happened with me and I know it happens with others. When you don't have a plan for your planning period, you don't know what you're going to be doing, then you usually don't get those things done. And what happens is that things will just kind of stack and pile up and then you end up taking them home. And at some point you get things done because it's crunch time or you're going to be teaching a class or a lesson. And so you need to get things done. So that procrastination kind of follows you and catches up with you. But really like thinking about your planning period and what you want to get done during that planning time is crucial. In my prep formula course, I go over step-by-step what you can do to map out a plan. But one of the first things that you need to do when you are going to be planning for your prep period is to get an idea of how much time you have during the school day and how much time you are spending doing things. That's the first task is getting an idea of what amount of time you have during the school day so that you can make sure that you are planning to use that time wisely so that it's not all coming home with you. Finally, the last mistake or the third mistake that a lot of teachers make when it comes to wanting to be productive, but what is hindering their productivity is doing things that others can do for you. Now, this can seem like a huge challenge because there are a lot of things that you are not able to give to others. You can't have others grade assignments and not violate some sort of confidentiality or FERPA. But there are some things that you might be doing right now that really others could do. In my experience, one of the things that I used to spend a ton of time on was cleaning up after my students. And the reason was I did not have very good procedures and processes, systems in my classes, routines for my students so that they would do it for me. So making some simple tweaks, think about what you are spending a lot of your time doing and can it be done by someone else? Setting up for labs, taking down for labs, getting things organized, A lot of those tasks you can build in that your students are doing them for you as part of a routine or procedure. 
In episode 135, I go over a lot of different things that you can systemize, specific routines and procedures to think about that you can get done that also go into some of the automations that you can create so that things are done automatically for you where it's not really done by your students, but it is done by technology or some other things that just happen in the background where you're not actively having to sit down and make sure something happens all the time. Another place that you can find information on which classroom routines and procedures to set up and how to set those up and how to implement them is with my Classroom Management Made Easy course. And while I didn't mention it before, the courses that I listed above or that I mentioned earlier as far as the prep formula and Classroom Management Easy Made Easy is part of the Ultimate Secondary Teaching Toolkit, in addition to the Plan Out Your Course Blueprint. And this is a new toolkit that I've put together. I've put together those courses to give you a jump start in planning and preparing for your school year and also if you need a reset in the middle of the school year like we are right now it's a perfect time to look into what those courses entail and how they can help you move forward to being more productive and save your sanity during the school day. As always, if this episode was helpful to you, it could be to others. To help spread the word, you can share it with your teacher friends and you can also share it on social media. I hang out the most on Instagram, so you can share it on your stories and tag me at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Until next week.